Hello, everybody. It's time for your favorite vegan-friendly show, Vegan Radio. I know. Next time I'll say yes. I know that was a boring intro, everybody. It's Vegetarian Week. See, Scott, you had the you had the intro. I have it, and you it's had also the material. National Nutrition Month. Wow. Yeah. So it's a it's a double. It's a double whammy. Exactly. And. Uh, Go vegan day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. It certainly is for Oprah, but we'll get to that. Oprah. Oprah's I gone vegan. Yep. I don't know. Well, at least she's doing a 21 day detox diet. I don't know That's about right. going vegan, uh, but. Now, she calls it a cleanse. A cleanse. Now, imagine doing a cleanse for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's the vegan diet. Yeah. Cleansing her body of animal. Cleansing her colon, kids. That's what's happening. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> You love to think about that. What are you talking about? Not, I don't like to think about Oprah's colon. <laughs> but you love to talk about colons, nonetheless. <laughs> but not Oprah's colon. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Everybody else and not Oprah's? Something about Oprah's colon frightens me. I love Oprah. Could you guys please <laughs> drop Oprah's colon? <laughs> <laughs> we have more important things to talk about on today's show. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, we have uh, a little pre-recorded interview from Persia White, who uh, star of the show Girlfriends, and also um, the producer of Earthlings. I saw Earthlings. You know that one, Megan? Persia White was a producer of Earthlings, huh? Yep. No, no idea. Narrated by Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. One of my favorites. Um, and then we also have an uh, interview with the woman who started Vegan Etsy, which is a part of a website that sells art and crafts, kind of like Veganica, but, um, and it's open to anyone, you know, it's not all about vegans, but you can there's start. There's a special vegan section. Yeah, there's a group called Vegan Etsy. Is that her on the line now, Scotty? It is. Oh, okay. Early. I guess we'll, uh, she called early, so we'll just get right to the interview. Vegan mm -hmm. Etsy. Oh, hello. <laughs> Hi. I was expecting a real long introduction. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> You know, I totally spaced and forgot to write your name down. So, Oh, it's Molly. Molly. Molly Lorenz, yep. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Could you tell us about Etsy and uh, what Etsy is, first of all, and then, and then about the vegan part of Etsy? Sure. Um, well, Etsy is kind of like an online craft bazaar. Um, anyone can set up a shop there, and everything either has to be handmade or vintage or supplies. So they do kind of have strict guidelines about that. Um, most of the stuff is handmade, which is great. It's all do-it-yourself. Um, and the group I run, Vegan Etsy, is a team. There's a lot of teams on Etsy. Um, vegan Etsy is a team of all vegans running completely vegan shops. How long have you been doing this? Uh, I started it early February. And what's the response been? It's been great. Um, I, I get several requests a week for people to join. I think right now we're at about 72 members with almost wow. 80 shops, so it's been really great. And are you vegetarian or vegan? I'm vegan, yep. You think she started Vegan Etsy and she's not vegan? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You, you never know. She just loves vegans. <laughs> you never know. Well, I was unclear if, if, if she was responsible for the whole Etsy operation. Oh, no. Or if it was just the vegan Etsy. Do you know what the history of Etsy is? How long it's been around? Or? Oh, boy. Um, I really don't know. I think it's only been around for a couple of years. I know that it's grown very rapidly. Um, there's like 170 shops altogether on there, I think. Wow. 
Yeah. So what are huge. what are the most requested items, and what what's your favorite? Oh boy, <laughs> that's a hard question. Um, I know that um, a lot of the vegan baked goods go over very well. Oh, I um, bet they do. <laughs> there's a lot of those. Otherwise, I see a lot of soaps and jewelry. Um, my favorite items, oh my gosh, I buy a lot of dog collars for my dog, Emma. Um, <laughs> we have a couple members that sell dog collars. Um, one of them is my friend, so I bought several from her. Um, I really couldn't pull one favorite item out, though I, I buy a lot more than I sell, actually. <laughs> okay, what's the what's the wackiest? Oh, boy. Um, the wackiest one I actually bought pretty recently. Um, it's for a joke on my stepson's. They're um, soap that look like dentures. So <laughs> soap. Gonna, it's it's vegan soap, vegan soap. Um, that okay. this woman like makes, dentures. and she makes all kinds of food that um, well soap that's shaped like food, and she also has dentures. <laughs> so I bought the dentures from her. Great, that's very <laughs> bizarre. That kind of me yeah. out. I think. <laughs> Do they have, are bizarre. they on a rope for the shower? Or? Um, no, no, it's just. Oh. Depends that, what that was pushing it, Scott. Depends what <laughs> depends what body part you're washing. Oh you? God! Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we won't go too much further into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, could you tell us how does it work? How do the um, artists get paid? Does any of the money go to vegan or you know animal rights groups or anything like that? Oh, sure. Um, well, most artists go through PayPal, but I know that some use other forms of payment, um, like money orders, and there's that new RME, um, Revolution Money Exchange, mm. that more people are doing. What's um, that? It's it's like PayPal, but it, I think that it's free. I haven't really checked into it too much, but they don't charge the fees that PayPal does. Cool. So that's really nice. Um, as far as donations, a lot of the members do give donations to certain animal charities. Um, there's a group that a lot of them also um, belong to called Etsy for Animals, and they give a certain percentage of their um, of their products to charity when they sell. Oh, okay. At first, when you when you came on, I, th- I was thinking of Etsy for Animals, and I remembered that was mm-hmm. that was there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone you can form groups once you're a member. So there could be. Are you two the only like vegan? oriented groups that you know of so far or is there um, any other ones there's a couple more there's um, etsy veg where they allow vegetarians and vegans anybody that has shops on on etsy that are vegetarian or vegan and then there's also cruelty free etsy and they will allow anybody to join as long as they carry all vegan items ah. so um, they don't have to be vegetarian or vegan which that's a really great group because it does show that the diversity of vegan products out there so what does the uh, website take as far as, you know, if you're if you're selling something for a hundred dollars, where does that money go? Do you get most of it, or uh, you do? They charge a three point or a point zero three five percent fee. So well, three and a half percent. I'm getting confused here. Three and a half um, cents on the dollar. What's that? It's like thirty five cents for every ten dollars or something. Yes. Yeah. It's not bad. So, yeah, that's really not too bad. And there's a 20-cent listing fee, and then if you go through PayPal, of course, there's that fee. So it's really not too bad. That sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Actually, I am a member. But ah. I haven't I haven't, uh, I haven't, haven't filled out my site too much yet. I just have one item on there right now. Is yeah, it? well, you got started. I love the <coughs> cards you have. Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, well, thank no, you, but Nobody's bought anything yet. But <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so i got to put some more exciting stuff on there. Yeah, it takes time. A picture of me and Dennis Kucinich might get some money. 
<laughs> really? Yeah, that's a very hmm. popular item. Because <laughs> you're a, you're a star. If you Google if you Google uh, Dennis Kucinich's wife, and under the Google images, you'll come up with a picture of me. And Dennis Kucinich and his wife. I want to know, man. You're the photographer, and you go to these things. How come you always end up in all the photos? <laughs> I don't. I, I've got a photo of Stifler's mom. That's, that's one of my favorites. Oh, Stifler's <laughs> mom. You're really proud of that one. Yeah, well, she, she's like hugging me right into her, you know. <laughs> I felt, I, it was like a moment when I felt like I was back in the womb again, you know. I was, oh, I was so mama. comforted. Oh, sweet mama daddy. Help us now. Help us now. Enough about me. Yes, enough about you. Molly, Molly, is there any exciting information you want to talk about, about the site? Um, well, the next is- issue of uh, Veg News that's coming out has an interview with me in it about cool. vegan Etsy also. So everyone can read that. Um, I think that's coming out at the end of June. Um, otherwise, we're just kind of growing steadily. We don't have any events right now, but um, we do have them every once in a while where, like the meet-out day, we had a meet-out promotion, um, and Earth Day, we had an Earth Day promotion. So there might be So these like would be like a soon. sale on the site or something? What was that? Is this like a sale you're talking about? Yeah, because where would you, because you're from all, everyone's from different places, so what What would? What does that exactly mean? Um, well, on our blog, I, I post the promotion saying that we're going to be having this promotion and then whoever's joining, I have a list of their stores. And then on the introduction of their stores, they just put their having a meet-out promotion. And a lot of them will decide to have a sale or offer free shipping, or they'll give a certain percentage to an animal charity, like more than they usually do. So it's just basically trying to get the word out about meet-out or Earth Day or, or veganism. Um, it's basically making people aware a little bit more. Nice. Right now, now uh, the things that people make... Or, or sell on Etsy are generally things that they make themselves. Is that true? Yes. Yes, most of the things are handmade. The only other things that are allowed are vintage items or supplies, like beads and, and stuff like that. I see. Vintage items, right. how'd they get in there? Because uh, yeah. they're, like, you know, they're not part of supply and demand. They're something that you're, like, recycling. And oh. I would yeah. say. And a lot of those are thrift store finds. Does Etsy have a meaning that you know of? Do they have a what? Like Etsy, does that mean anything, or is it a acronym for something? Or I don't know. I've never even thought about that. That that'd be something to look into. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, I'm sure it does. Us. We want you to do some research for us, Molly. No, we thought <laughs> you we were. Do that. We, we thought you were prepared word. for this interview. <laughs> we want the inside word on Etsy. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I'll have to look that up. That that's a good question. Yeah, I wanted to make that distinction because there's a there's a site called Cafe Press where you don't actually have to necessarily make anything you just upload artwork and they make oh, sure. cups and t-shirts and things and sell them yeah that's, yeah, that's a, a lot different. different from etsy screw them yeah <laughs> <laughs> corporate dogs now it works well for some people yeah it does yeah, Except it does. They, i think they take most of your money that's the problem with them oh i've never tried like you, mm-hmm. you might sell a t-shirt for twenty dollars and get 50 cents or something wow well probably not that bad but pretty bad well you know how it is for designers man. yeah we always get Fracked. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you live? I live in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Sheboygan? That sounds like a I, swear word I in itself. I thought I heard some, some kind of accent going on there. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, that's where I'm from. We don't plan on staying here forever, but in the meantime. And how, how is it being uh, vegan in Wisconsin? Vegan in Sheboygan. Yeah, um, vegan in Sheboygan. It's not too bad. It's, 
it's not as difficult as you would think since this is known as dairy land. <laughs> yeah. Um, Have you but, ever been in a dairy pageant? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what are those called? Thank the, God. The dairy? Um, Miss Dairy, oh, I don't know. We live pretty close to Milwaukee, so it's pretty easy to get stuff. Um, and even where we, you know, in Sheboygan, it's not too bad. <laughs> Sheboygan. So did, <laughs> <laughs> everybody laughs when they hear that. <laughs> um, does Milwaukee it sounds like something you do in the back seat, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does Milwaukee have vegetarian restaurants? Um, I don't think that they have any specifically vegetarian restaurants, but they do have like Indian restaurants that happen to be vegetarian. Gotcha. And they have a lot of vegan-friendly restaurants, which is nice. There's a vegan meetup group there that goes to quite a few restaurants, and we've been to a few of the meetups. Uh, my husband and I, and they do have some really good stuff down there. So it's pretty good for being in the bratwurst state, you know. Yeah, everybody's. the bratwurst state. Yeah. <laughs> How did you uh, go vegan? What's your What's your story? How long have you been vegan? Um, well, I've been fully vegan for about two years, and before that, I was kind of on and again, off again for eight and a half. Um, I originally decided to go vegetarian for New Year's Day. Um, so I was kind of on and off again for eight years with that, and I decided to finally do it. And when I started reading about it, I discovered veganism and decided that no longer how long it took, I would become vegan. Um, unfortunately, it took eight and a half years. I don't <laughs> really know why. <laughs> but um, then um, one day my, my husband and I were taking a road trip, and we were listening to the Vegan Freak podcast, and he announced that he was going to become vegan, and he wanted to do it with me, so we, we just did it together for good then. Never See, since if you listened to that. Vegan Radio instead of Vegan Freak, it would have only taken you four years. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> we like those freaks. <laughs> and I think we were listening to uh, Vegan Radio on that same road trip. We had a lot of podcasts because it was like a 30-hour drive, so... Well, I hope we were helpful and informative. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> she heard ours, and she was like, oh, I'm not so sure if I want to go now. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna, do I really want to hang out with these folks? Because, you know, there is a kind of a social cohesion thing to all these yeah. movements. I, I guess I, I hear that, like, for people quitting smoking, for example, it's good if they're in cl they quit in clusters. Sure. And, Cluster uh, quit. And they inf influence each other, and it sort of it ends up being a social, you know, you need some social support to really mm -hmm. I think you call that a cluster freck. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know what that is in Chinese, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, yeah. Well, she probably, like, heard Vegan Freaks, and she was like, wow, veganism's cool, and then Vegan Radio, and she's like, oh, these guys are a little crazy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe, they have, maybe that's a little too much energy Let's to listen have. to another Vegan Freak quick. <laughs> <laughs> Before we change our mind. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo Molly, what is it that you make and sell on Etsy? I make vegan dog treats. Um, oh. I also sell re some recipes, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we have a chihuahua in the studios. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You should send some uh, some of your treats so Derek and uh, I and Megan can try them. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll sample that. them and do a little... Uh, actually, my roommate's a dog uh, sitter, so we could we could have like a whole group of dogs come over and try them. And That'd be wonderful. I would love happens. to do that. So w <laughs> what, are, what are the ingredients? I mean, obviously, we could eat them. Would we want to eat them? Oh, sure. Um, I've actually tried quite a few of the flavors. Um, after Emma usually taste tests them, and if she likes them, I'll try them. And they're, they're pretty good. Um, they're kind of bland, but for the most part, they're, you know, anything that we would eat. Like so peanut butter? Have, what pe was that? Peanut butter? Yep. There's a lot of peanut butter flavors. Um, oh. I actually have 35 flavors. So Wow, 35. Yeah, there's quite a variety so something for any pooch really <laughs> <laughs> that's nice 
laughing your pooches. So are you also on Etsy for animals then? Yes, I am. I see. Yep. So you can you can kind of you can moonlight. You can be on all the Etsy's. Really? Yes. <laughs> that's nice. I belong to Etsy for animals and cruelty free Etsy. Wow, that's great. So is there anything that somebody, if they submitted it, like you would think twice about accepting? Um, for a membership of Vegan Etsy, do you mean? Or? Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I, I have had submissions for people that carry wool or pearls. Um, oh. Basically, we're, we're pretty strict. Um, my friend and I have discussed it and decided that it needs to be 100% vegan. Um, we just don't want to warp the term. So I have declined them and told them if they do want to remove those items from their shop, they'd be welcome to join. You said pearls? Yep, pearls. Oh, I see. Um, so, freshwater pearls. So they can't just isolate that product into the, from the rest of their stuff if they want to? No, they I can see. create another store. They allow um, multiple stores on Etsy, but but yeah, if they did that, you know, then they they could. But hmm. I haven't heard back from those people, so <laughs> oh. you're strict there. You've offended. Yeah, that's good. I think it's it's good to have a standard. Yeah, we want to stay true to the word, so we don't need any uh, cheese eating vegans or anything on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a slur against the French? I, slur? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Molly, thanks so much for coming on and talking about vegan Etsy. Oh, definitely. It was my pleasure. Uh, get out there and make some art. Make some art. Yes. Let's fill the world with vegan things. Go <laughs> vegan in Sheboygan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Take care. Yep. Thanks for having me. This is Hannah Kaminsky, author of My Sweet Vegan. You're listening to Vegan Radio on the Pacifica Radio Network and podcasting at veganradio.com. Remember, eat dessert first. Go vegan and eat dessert. Sheboygan. <laughs> I love that name. You know, I got to say the New York, uh, Upper New York and uh, Wisconsin accents sound kind of similar to me. I. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's true. Magic, Megan, magic records in a bad Megan heart. gets accused of being from the Midwest all the time. All the time. With her Rochester accent. All the time. Magic yeah. records in Say a like, baboon are, heart. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only line. I keep saying that line. I can't help it. Yeah, what's that from? Uh, what is it? Wild at Heart. Right? Wild at Heart? I think that's the name of it. Or wild something. Wild oh, something. Untamed Heart? I don't know. Christian Slater. It's an old movie. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. We've got uh, Dennis Cromit gave us a new version of The Killer um, for us, a vegan radio exclusive edition of his song, The Killer. Let's hear it. Uh, you can understand so, every word now. Yeah. So let's play that and then we'll come back with some more vegan radio madness. Like the accusation is good, like it is finally right to make. Maybe we could have have just one night of quiet and no more killing. No one screams, no animal shouts, and it is peaceful on all farms. You, you 
are the slow, slow wreckers of, of beautiful lives. It's time you knew, knew just how wrong you at the store asking how come. I am not so murderous too When the killer, the killer is you Small tiny babies inside of boxes For one second on your tongue How, how could you take a small spirit and just stick a knife in it? It's time you knew, knew just how wrong you at the store asking how come I am not so murderous too when the killer, the killer is you It's time you knew, knew just how long You at the store asking how come I am not so murderous too When the killer, the killer is you and That was Dennis Kramit with The Killer That's, that's pretty Local song. musician, gone vegan, thanks to Vegan Radio. And just <laughs> an all-around sweet guy. Might have something to do with his partner, too. <laughs> yeah. Can't we get credit for something around here? <laughs> yeah. Slackerous. Slackerness. Thanks, Dennis, for uh, giving us that exclusive version. It's a little slowed down from the other one. You can hear every word. <laughs> <laughs> just like... Giving everybody guilt. For being Ooh. murderous. <laughs> All right, so um, what's our story? Scotty. What's your story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, apart from Oprah, uh, maybe I should. Well, let's cover. talk about Oprah. Let's talk about yeah. Oprah Winfrey's vegan detox. Our friend uh, Tal Ronan, mm-hmm. who Megan and I have known since our early days of veganism. Since Animal Defense League in Rochester, New York. He lived in Rochester with us for a little bit, and then he moved to New York City. And uh, we went and visited him there, and he cooked us a meal. Remember that? I do remember. Now he's cooking for Oprah. Wow. So let that be a lesson to our listeners. If, <laughs> if you cook us a meal, a vegan meal, you never know where you might end up. <laughs> I have be. to say, it's great that um, Oprah has somebody there to cook for her because, you know, she might, you know, trying to do it yourself, you know, you, know, you might make spaghetti all the time or something. True. <laughs> so she's going to have some really good vegan food to enjoy for the next 20 days or whatever's left 18 days <laughs> so what's what's the backstory for it like she just feels like she needs to do a detox cleanse or well, what's happening and more than that she's her her statement in fact and this is great that she's uh, drawing the the parallels she says how can you say you're trying to spiritually evolve without ev- even a thought about what happens to the animals whose lives are sacrificed in the name of our gluttony that's pretty intense statement for Oprah Winfrey. Well, yeah, I it's mean... It's kind of like telling people to be vegetarian almost. Yeah, I mean, well, she swore off cheeseburgers uh, after having Howard Lyman on her show. That's true. Uh, Many years you ago. You just stopped me cold from eating, eating another, another burger. burger. Yeah, exactly. She was stopped cold, and now she's uh, warmed up, and she's going vegan. With 
for the next 21 days as a, <laughs> as a cleansing. And uh, I think, you know, that's... She's also not eating weed, I believe. Yep. She's, uh, she's, she's really doing all she's the right re- things. She's really cleansing. Yep, absolutely. And it's uh, wonderful. Go Oprah. Yep. So just for the next 21 days, and then who knows what's going to happen. Well, maybe she'll feel really great and uh, keep it going. Undoubtedly. I'm, I'm sure she'll probably uh, start eating more that way, I would think. But she, I, I, I can't get her sight up, but there was a quote on there that said, she said, um, you know, when she first started thinking about it, she was thinking about what she was going to miss, you know, the cheese, the sugar, the blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, sure. And uh, but once, <clears throat> and she got really focused on that, but then once Tal cooked her her first meal, she was like, whoa. This this stuff is fracking good. Uh, <laughs> who knew cashew <laughs> stuffing could be so awesome? Yeah, cashew. it's uh, it's amazing. Cashew, cashew, uh, cashew. You know, and in case that wasn't enough reason, uh, there's another story here. A study has found that uh, game meat, that is meat uh, from deer that someone shoots, for example, uh, has been found to contain an awful lot of lead from the bullets that uh, <laughs> are used to shoot oh. them. Uh, so. Hunters, you might want to go back to your bone arrow. Uh, uh, But it says here that uh, x-rays revealed that processed ground venison from 80% of the deer sampled in the research contained metal fragments. That's 80%, according to this Boise-based Peregrine Fund, a raptor conservation organization. Those are um, eagles and... A fracking raptor. Things like that. Uh, And, uh, yeah, officials there pulled uh, donated venison from food pantries in March. Uh, because lead was found in 60% of the meat mm. tested. Now, now uh, lead, of course, causes all kinds of terrible things, including uh, late, uh, early-onset dementia. So try to keep lead out of your food. Don't use lead-based powders on your face. And get the lead like out. <laughs> yes, get the lead out. And try, try not to inhale around leaded gasoline. Oh, there was a, uh, a yet another um, meat recall. Another um, meat recall. Yeah, this one, uh, since our last show, uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> 286,320 pounds. Oh, my God. Uh, and, uh, again, if you go to the uh, USDA's website, you can catch up on the latest. You might want to subscribe to the feed <laughs> and check <laughs> on which, uh, which states have recalled meat. This one actually today? did, um, I believe, affect Massachusetts, so. Uh, it's not just the Midwest and way out there. Well, that's the thing. They, you know, they take thousands of animals and they slaughter them all together, mix their meats together, and then send them out to, you know, all over the place. So if one, one bad cow gets into the meat supply, it can affect, you know, hundreds of people all over, all over the country or all over the world, even the world, you know, we get a lot of our meat from different parts of the world where they don't even recall it, probably. Sure, and we've had problems with you know things like spinach being recalled for E. coli contamination as well. So and that was caused by manure. It was caused by runoff from the animal right. agriculture industries. Right, which is ridiculous. It causes all kinds of issues, including like you know those three-legged frogs and things. That's like three-legged frogs. That's right, because of a parasite that thrives in the conditions created by um, you know poisoned lakes people and who rivers eat, and things. People who eat frog legs, that's probably a bonus. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's some there's a lot of ridiculous things going but on. But there, there is there is one good story about uh the USDA is planning or going to try to do- ban downer beef due to the uh the, what happened in the really? Chico slaughterhouse. The USDA Ch- really? 
Yeah, ag- wow. Agricultural Secretary Ed Schaefer said that his department wants to ban all downer cattle from Slaughterhouse to boost public confidence in the safety of the nation's food supply. Wants to. Yeah, it I was like, could, let's see what happens. Could take effect within a few months. Could. And there should no longer even be a slim possibility of transporting a cow to market that is too weak to rise or to walk on its own. This action sends a clear message to consumers in both domestic and in international markets that we will continue to uphold the highest standards to protect our food supply and deliver the highest quality products. <coughs> Liars. What? <clears throat> um, sorry. Schaefer also said that by reducing the incentive to send weakened marginal cattle to slaughter, it will reduce the likelihood that those animals will be subjected to inhumane handling at processing plants. And there you go. Bull. Well, let's... <laughs> It's a sign of you know the the dialogue is important, so it's good that he's out there. Yeah, no, it's it's good, and um, you know it's anything to make people feel better about eating meat, so, <laughs> so that they don't have to really confront the issues. That's right. And in my final story, <laughs> is this the final story? <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Is this we'll about see. Barack Obama? No. <laughs> yes, we can. Uh, this is actually uh, we got to get Barack on that twenty-one day uh, vegan diet. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, it's good. it would certainly help his energy. Well, him and, and Oprah are kind of tied together a little bit, so that might be yeah, might be possible. They know one another. Maybe after Oprah finds out the benefits, she'll she'll say, "Hey, Barack, mm-hmm. I think you'll be a lot more clear-headed running the country with this kind of diet." Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, who you know? You I can't, say you're crazy today. You can't crazy. Be, I'm crazy. You can't you're be crazy. running the world when you're in the midst of a sugar crash. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you got meat rotting in your colon, it's hard to think. See, I told you you love talking about colons. <laughs> Have some onions. They're great. they got folic acid. Really good for your colon. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, my final story is about this bear. This here bear, uh, the South American bear, uh, which is um, the bear that Paddington Bear was modeled after. Oh. They're, brown, they're light brown, bear. and they're very Paddington cute. Bear. And, uh, what? what? What's a Paddington Bear? You don't know Paddington Bear? Sounds like some kind of weird thing. He's got a little tag on him. He wears a raincoat, and it says, please care for this bear. <laughs> oh, there's all these little stories about Paddington Bear. Really? Yeah. I call Susan Paddington Bear. Oh, I knew that lovely. sounded familiar. Mm-hmm. Well, Paddington Bear has, stopped, has uh, changed his diet uh, because, unfortunately, the, um, the habitat of this bear is being destroyed, and so they are now becoming scavengers on dead animals oh, no. and uh, trash and stuff. So they've uh, they've switched their diet from... Uh, their original natural diet of uh, vegetables, and uh, he's eating meat. So this is in Peru, which is um, one of the countries where we shamelessly exploit things there. Um, and, uh, yeah, this is... Uh, oh, hello. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> I feel so bassy now. Um, yeah, and so uh, there's, a, there's a BBC show about this. So if you happen to have uh, internet access in areas where the BBC is available. You can check it out because they post all their stuff online. I'm done with BBC. Mm-hmm. So what's, I mean, and what, is the story, what does the story say about how that's affecting their health or they're just adapting or what's going on? What's well, going on, Scott? Well, they're, they're, they, well, they Bear, live well, in... Bears are omnivores kind of like we are, so... Right, so they have some different we, territories we that adapt. they live in. And they're, they're pretty broadly... Uh, you know they're pretty they've got a large range and uh each bear keeps a pretty large territory individually and they're somewhat roguish so they've they've got um they live in ecuador they live in colombia and they live high up in the andes and uh there's a a, a film which has been made called uh, paddington's journey to peru in reverse 
uh, and uh, that's going to be shown later this year. And that talks about it. Basically, um, the uh, uh, how to put it. Um, <laughs> I'm looking for the words on the story, but it's really not. I'm helpful. on the edge of my seat here, Scott. I know. <laughs> I'm looking for the information you were asking, and you know what? It's not really here. Oh no! I think it's. I'm basically just pointing to the to the show. The and this is by um, Stephen Fry. So check it out. Uh, or Stephen Fry is the narrator. Stephen Fry. Yeah. Who we love. Who I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you do. So let me tell you about my weekend. Dun, dun, dun. You're listening to WXOJLP, <laughs> Northampton, 103.3 FM. <laughs> Stephen Fry was from uh, The Crying Game, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? Oh, well, that, that brings me to um, to my weekend at the Farm Sanctuary Gala in New York City where um, <laughs> True Whitaker, Forrest Whitaker's daughter, was oh, there. Okay. Oh, okay. And it he comes was, full circle. He was in The Crying Game, as he you was. might remember. Yes, he was. I don't know if I've ever seen that movie, but I've R- heard about you've it. You've seen The Crying Game. <laughs> Everybody's seen it. My brilliant. life has been a crying game. It was his career-making film. Really? It was. Yeah. Yeah. That's how everybody so. found out. I think that's how he definitely became a lot more popular. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Even though his accent was atrocious. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know. Yeah. I thought it was <laughs> Ghost Dog. That came after. I know, but that's my favorite. Yeah, it's an amazing movie, too. <laughs> yeah, I was at this gala for farm animals, and it was pretty cool. Um, New York City? Yep, Heather Mills McCartney was the uh, guest of honor, and she was she was really great. I've um, You know, we've, we've covered her on Vegan Radio, some of her... I think we covered mostly before the breakup with Paul McCartney, because I didn't want to put that kind of... That trash kind of trash talk yeah, on vegan wanna, radio. We don't want trash talk on vegan radio, but there, she was doing a lot of activism, as you'll remember, with um, fur and different things back in the pre-breakup uh, days. Right. And um, she's very articulate and very thoughtful and very, um, for, a, for a celebrity, very down-to-earth, I thought. Oh, it's so nice that you call her a celebrity. <laughs> well, she is. A, I mean, she's bigger in England, obviously, than she is here, but... Yeah, uh, I she's mean, less here, celebrated in England right now. I th- yeah, well, I, I think lately because of the breakup with Paul, she's mostly been trashed by a lot of. She was on Dancing with the Stars, I've heard. Oh, that's right, yeah. Dancing and with su- the Stars. Supposedly, she was dancing away with the instructor, and her leg just flew off, and she just went really? right over, picked it up, put it back on, and just kept dancing. Right, and was yeah. that during the competition or like one of the like I, preview moments? I don't know because I didn't <laughs> even know the show existed until two days ago, so this is all new information to me. Well, you know, Jenny Brown, our our friend from Woodstock Farm Animal Sanctuary, has the uh, prosthetic leg, too, so she was excited to meet Heather Mills. Oh, cool. I don't know if she ever got to or not. Well, what, that, what was that, actually Dennis happening? Dennis Kucinich was there, and he's okay. uh, he told me he's going to come on our show. So that's <gasps> really oh. exciting thing. Yeah, I got Dennis Kucinich, and um, also Paul Watson, the Sea Shepherd <laughs> captain, said he's going to come. On I our got show. a lot of t- I got a lot of things to ask Dennis. Yeah, yeah, it's been a tough year for Dennis. Like, oh. who is he going to endorse? You know, mm. Edwards just endorsed Obama. You know, yeah, is he going to come out for Dean Hagland? Oh, wait, that's <laughs> right, he, Hagland isn't running this year. Um, so you know, Nader maybe. Yeah, or uh, Ron Paul or something. Who knows? Hard to say. Hard to say. Um, and who else was there? Um, Sean Calvin. You know, she's a musician that did that song, Sunny Come oh, yeah. Home. Um, she was the musical guest. And she, nice. she, like, they usually have the musical guest at the end after the dinner and everything. And she came on and um, said that she'd been very... Um, 
affected by the whole evening and was going to make some changes. That's Why was beautiful. she vegetarian and now she's um, I'm not sure her backstory as far as vegetarianism or how she got to be there, but um, it sounded like maybe she was going to go vegetarian or vegan if yeah take it to the next level well, from where a, she's at. For a folk awesome. artist who's been around for a while, I mean, she played at Club Passim when I used to work there, which is really? a long time ago. Uh, and, uh, you know, that was... Not the most vegetarian place. <laughs> so, it is now. It is much more now. Yeah. It's all, it's it's all, all vegetarian. It was, it was just pessim back then. Uh, you know, Joe's special, it was made of like a dozen eggs, <laughs> a, a half a pound of ground beef, and uh, spinach, like woo. all in a crock pot. I don't think they serve that there anymore. <laughs> no, they don't. They killed off a lot of folk artists back in the day. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, Club Pessim's all vegetarian now with a lot of vegan options. Wow, that's beautiful. Persia White has been involved with Farm Sanctuary for a long time and animal rights movement. She did the produced the movie Earthlings, as I mentioned earlier, and I'm a big fan of hers, and she's a big fan of me. <laughs> <laughs> Play the interview, uh, Derek. Not bigger than you, man. I, <laughs> it's true, though. One of my one of my greatest moments was um, the last gala when I, you know, they have this um, thing at the beginning, the VIP reception where all the Stars come. V- VIP, <laughs> let me through. VIP, let me through. Well, they, they have a big backdrop with um, you know, the, the Farm Sanctuary logo all over it, and then the stars come through, and there's a whole line of photographers behind a, a rope. And you know the photographers are all like, over here, over here, look at me. And you know, they're taking pictures and yelling out the stars' names. And, and so you know, all these and – I, and I'm one of the photographers too. You know? And so all the photographers are – doing their thing all the celebrities are going by then persia white shows up and you know everyone's yelling persia persia and then she sees me and she says derek (laughs) 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 she ran over and gave me a big hug and that was it was like my moment you know my 15 seconds or whatever my moment was when moby told me that my dress was beautiful (laughs) (laughs) i'll always remember that moment i don't know if scott's had a moment yet (laughs) You know, I always seem to like pass them on the street. Like, hey, uh, right. <laughs> on to the Persia White interview, Derek. Just say Frack again. Okay, so yeah. here's Frack in Persia and her little interview we did. Hi, this is Persia White. Do you want to tell us about what you've been up to lately? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so I'm putting out two CDs, and one is uh, going to be with. Recording artist Tricky. Some of you might know of him from Massive Attack and uh, the UK master and father of hip hop, trip hop. Um, and also, I'm going to be putting out a CD with my band Axio3. And it's not just heavy, it's also ambient, uh, electronica, alternative, hybrid music. I, I call it music for hybrids because. Um, you know, as a vegan and as a human that lives an alternative lifestyle, I think I also hear things alternatively and um, sounds that I want to hear and the way I express them are alternative. So I hope you guys can check that out. And that's going to be coming out July 8, 2008. 788. 788. Any plugs for Earthlings or any... Uh... Oh, of course. I want everybody to watch Earthlings. All you have to do is go to www.isawearthlings.com. And that's for the movie Earthlings. Earthlings is an amazing documentary. Joaquin Phoenix does the narration, and 
Um, I was lucky enough to be a co-producer on that project, and it's a life-changing film. It's changed more people's lives than any other piece of literature or film that I've ever had in my hands as a vegan, so I recommend it for all of you that are trying to open the minds of friends and family. Uh, they will leave changed after watching Earthlings. It doesn't mean they're going to all become vegan, even though I've had a, a huge portion of them actually turning vegan immediately or vegetarian, um, but they will be changed. And sometimes the seed takes a minute to bloom in a person's heart and mind once they allow a concept in. And it might be five years from the date of watching that movie or ten years, um, but sometimes it's only five minutes. So give it a shot. I've heard that it's very intense and it's hard for some people to watch. Sometimes it's hard for other vegans to watch because we're already there. Um, but it's really great for a vegetarian or a meat eater to watch. Um, especially since a lot of vegetarians are on the fence. You know it is, you dibble dabble, you kind of go in and out and you eat. Every now and then you're around something that you're not sure what it is. and you know, Or you're not really heartfelt about your decision and that'll kick you in the head and bring you back to a truth that you're not really uh, confronted with visually every day and the words uh, as well. And we were lucky enough to have Joaquin Phoenix do the narration and he does an amazing job uh, depicting the heart and consciousness of what it is to be a vegan and what it is to be a, basically a conscious human and living consciously. It's not about being perfect, it's just about living consciously and I think a lot of people who um, are vegan avoid watching material like that because it's just too much but you really need to show your family and friends you're gonna have a change I couldn't believe it my mom my sister my fam my entire family is now vegetarian now how about wow. that Who can, awesome. I don't know very many people that can say that I've got my sister my mom my brother my you know uh, my niece my uncle I mean I have all these people changed and a huge part of it was earthlings I mean I talked my head off for years and years and years and then once they watch Earthlings, they're like, okay, wow. Didn't mean they changed right away, all of them, but they really, you know, some of them couldn't make it through the whole movie, but it was worth me suffering through working on that to be able to open their minds up because if I hadn't witnessed some of it, I can't really show other people or sit with them. Sometimes they need you to sit with them in the room. I bet. You know, and like help, help be there for them when it's too much. And I turned away, but you don't need to watch every second of it. You need to listen and be there. And what you do catch, and it's funny because one of the things we have is a quote on when we were working with the film and screening it is that you know we must bear witness with our eyes what these animals endure with their body. And this is happening every second of every day. It's not like we put together a film that's rare, you know, rare exploitations of animals and odd cases of abuse. This is just the normal case that's going down every day, every second of every day. So to witness one hour of something that's occurring at billions a year and thousands per second, you know, that's the least I think we can do. And it might be a little rough on us for a minute, but it's the least we can do because we're going to show others. First, there'll be that hard three days after. I always tell people there's about a two to three day recovery <laughs> period. <laughs> and that's even for me the first time I watched the whole rough draft, the rough cut way back. I was a mess. I couldn't talk to anybody for a few days, and I didn't tell them why. I just really didn't want to look at anybody, any human. I was so upset. And But then once you pull it together, you're like, screw that. I'm going to go out there and do something. I'm not going to I'm not gonna revert to being uh, closed up and shut down. 
but it's just so jarring to your soul sometimes to uh, see the level that we've come to as a species on this planet and what we're doing to other species. I recommend Earthlings to anyone because it's that kind of tool. It's a tool. You gotta get out there and use it. Now I just want all of you to know that being vegan isn't about just you. It isn't just about the animals, it's actually for the betterment of the planet, for the environment, for the consciousness of our entire human race, as well as, you know, just a nice thing to do. When you look at it, it's not really necessary anymore. I know that we, we're humans and we've come from a long history of being in caves and in the jungle and surviving on whatever we could get our hands on, but we don't really need to do that anymore. And it might take a moment to look into your heart or look into your mind and, and think a little more about the choices you make, but it is so worth it. Thanks for listening to Vegan Radio. Yeah, baby. <laughs> very nice. <clears throat> yeah, Earthlings is very affecting. Um, and uh, she's quite... She's quite on the. She's, uh, she expresses herself well. She's yeah, very, she's good. Very articulate and very heartfelt. I didn't know. I hadn't. I hadn't. Had we played anything by her in the past? No, I mean she's. Uh, I've never had a chance to interview her before. So yeah, she was great. She's a. She's a celeb, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and she loves me, little old me. And I'm her favorite. <laughs> I'm her very favorite. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I also want to uh, announce that um, we're going to have Farm Sanctuary founder Gene Bauer is coming to Northampton on Tuesday, June 10th to uh, talk at the Evolution Cafe about his new book, Farm Sanctuary, Changing Hearts and Minds About Animals and Food. We'll probably open uh, about 6 o'clock and have some some kind of food items available. And then uh, at 7 o'clock, he's going to give a talk. And there's a lot of big Gene Bauer fans out there. I've already... Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a big event. And talk about somebody who has a lot to say on the subject. Yeah, uh, he's, he's been he's, at he's it for fathers of veganism. He's yeah. one of he's one of my true heroes in my life, and a good friend of mine too. Now, I'm very I'm very lucky. Unfortunately, Derek has planned this for when I'm I'll be away at Vipassana meditation. You'll be, <laughs> uh, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be getting something good too. That's all right. You'll be there in spirit, Megan. Yep. I'm going to try. <laughs> Maybe you'll be one of those uh, people who skips out of a passion and comes back. <laughs> <laughs> or you might astrally travel without even realizing it. Yeah. yeah. So I also wanted to uh, say that um, there was a veggie pride parade on Sunday. I, that was it was pretty fun, too. We had, uh, <clears throat> you know, Dave Warwick was there. Yeah. So did you hang out with Dave? I didn't get to hang out with him too much. I, I talked to him a little bit before the parade, and then I was hula hooping through the whole parade. <laughs> and um, <laughs> right, so you were really tired by the end of it. <laughs> You're all swiveled out. Did you hula hoop to uh, hey Cheryl Green? I'm Warwack. You're listening to veganradio.com, home to the coolest cats and catettes this side of the Mississippi. Now hang on there, Scotty Latane, because I know you like guitar. <laughs> Warwack's going to play you some now. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what did he turn into Marvin Gaye all of a sudden? What's going on? Hey. Oh, Dave. Yeah, you know, I interviewed Dave a while ago, and I have to say we, 
We just blabbed and blabbed so much it was almost impossible to edit the thing. <laughs> Someday, very soon, we'll I will get him have back it. on the show. We'll post it, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's got a lot to say himself, and uh, I don't know how, where his situation is at right now. I haven't kept up, but he's got he's working on a book. Uh, you know, publishers, you know, start calling in. But uh, the uh, the parade was a lot of fun, and I, I posted some pictures on uh, my Flickr site, which you can see a slideshow at Vegan Radio, uh, the show. Uh, 57, uh, show 57 page has a flash slideshow of the Vegan Veggie Pride Parade, if anyone wants to see that. Excellent. I know I do. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Chomping at the bat. The after oh, yeah. parade kind of got rained out. Um, it started raining about half hour after the parade ended. And uh, all in all, it was a great weekend, That's I have cool. to say. Glad it didn't rain on your parade. <laughs> didn't rain on the parade. You also, there's another book out as well, correct? And you went to that. Thanking the Monkey uh, book release party was after that. Um, Karen Don of Don Watch. And if you want to hear more about that, we interviewed her on our last show, show 57. <coughs> um, and that was a lot of fun. That was where uh, Paul Shep, uh, Captain Paul, Paul Shepard, Watson, Paul Watson, Watson was there. Uh, of the Sea Shepherd. And uh, some of uh, Heather Mills was there too. And. And um, Karen Don had run into um, John Schneider, who played <laughs> Bo Duke on the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not a vegetarian at all, but she, she met him like a couple nights earlier in her hotel and roped him into coming and doing <laughs> a reading. <laughs> it was pretty fun. He actually, he actually was really great. His daughter's a vegan, and um, that Dave Warwick's a jamming away back there, Dave. <laughs> and don't forget, he is Superman's dad as well. Yeah, he was Superman's dad and. um He's actually Smallville. a really great guy and very down to earth, and uh, he's been reading her book, and hopefully that'll give him a little change of heart too. Come on, be a good old boy. You don't mean no harm. <laughs> anyway, he was Superman's dad. Yeah, that's right. Huh. Oh my God. Uh huh. <laughs> it's that time again. It's the end of our show. Uh, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Vegan Radio on WXOJLP Northampton 103.3 FM. We're on the Pacifica Radio Network. And we're also podcasting from veganradio.com. Look us up in the iTunes Music Store or anywhere else you get podcasts. We're rocking. Mm-hmm. Rocking out. <laughs> um, we'll be back in two weeks with who knows what. Maybe even Dennis Kucinich. Oh, I apologize for those three people I told where he was going to be on today. I was confused. <laughs> um, yeah, De- Dennis Kucinich will be coming up on an upcoming show. We got Robert Cheeky, the vegan bodybuilders, coming up. Um, Paul Watson. We got lots of good stuff coming. Yeah. So stay subscribed, and uh, also um, send us some fan mail. Yeah. Let us know you're out there. If you make vegan goodies, send them. Yeah. We'll try them. <laughs> and we'll be honest too. And uh, yeah, the second part of the. Um, David Wolf interview will be being released very soon too for our podcast subscribers only. Rock on. Go vegan. <laughs> <laughs>